Join your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond. Hello again and welcome to Belmont Banter. And today's guest is Steve Grounds. He's a local Whitstable lad, been supporting the club for a long time. But we'll find out all about Steve in a minute when we have our little uh, chat. Uh, Don't forget to join us uh, every week on Belmont Banter when I'll be talking to uh, supporters, invited guests, ex-managers, players, current players and ex-players about their time and involvement with Whitstable Town. So Steve, how are you mate? All right? I'm very well, Tony. Thank you very much. How's good. good self? Yeah, good, good. Thank you. Um, we've both been uh, down the beach in the last couple of days, haven't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, get about. Yeah. Um, you've got to do these things when the sun's out. Absolutely. And there's not a lot else to do, although it is all opening up now. Yes, it is. But it's good fun. Um, Steve, I'd like to start, um, really kick off with a question that's relevant to you living in Whitstable. You're a Whitstable lad, born and bred. When did, when's your first memory of being down at the Belmont? So you would remember the old stand when it was all open up underneath and if you were a little rascal like I was, you used to be able to get underneath the seats and there was always discarded cigarettes there and you used to split them open and use the tobacco. Did you do that? That's it, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Sure you weren't there with me. I could have, eas- I could have easily been. That's something yeah, that... The thing I did is, yeah, you could sneak under the seats. It was like a little camp. It was, it was. Oh, it was quite a yeah. sad day, really, when they closed it all in. But uh, for the for the better, I mean, you should have. Yeah, yeah, I was as well. <laughs> it was a place to go and hide when the match wasn't going well. Yeah, <laughs> which which was often the case. I was uh, I was fortunate enough to have one of my well more than one of my relations. I had um, uh, the Drinkwater Boys, Steve and Michael. They both played for town, but not for any any great length of time. My cousin uh, Richard Lockerbie, who's um, sadly passed away many years ago. He uh, he played up front for Whitstable for one season, and there's a picture of him in the um, in the uh, Wendy house. So uh, it's rather right. yeah, it's rather nice. But uh, I'm going back a long way. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's nice. Can you remember? I oh, know it's hard. You're nine years old then. Can you remember? <laughs> let's let's go forward. Let's go through the whole encompassed time that you've been going down the club. Who who do you think is the manager that's made most of an impact on you and possibly the club, but not only the club, just you? Yeah, for me, I mean, I've got to say that currently I, Lloyd is one of the managers that I've been most impressed with. He's only done it for a season, so he's got a lot more to prove. I mean, when you're growing up, it, names and uh, memories tend to uh, tend to stick. And all I say, it's from the 80s, and probably a couple of managers, uh, Trevor Gowan. Yeah. And after him was uh, Peter Merritt. Yep. Uh, I remember them as managers, both really nice people, both really open. Even as a young lad, you, you know, quite happy to spend time talking to you. Yeah, it's uh, nice, isn't the, it? Mm. The I started when I was, yeah, I started going to watch when I was nine. My brothers mate, they sort of tailed away, and I think being a strange child, I really quite liked it, and so I carried on going. Um, I'm not sure many youngsters are sort of going on 10 to 11, think that non-league football's the, the scene to be, but 
um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And probably when we was about, got a couple of mates to tag along, Steve, Steve Herbert, who still comes along now and again, and a guy called Graham, who's now moved away. And we used to go um, senior school, we'd go, yeah, most Saturdays. But probably when we was about 16, 15, we started going to every game and away. Nearly every game away for about two or three years. Well, so yeah. you, get, you get to know a few, a few people. Yeah. Um, with Peter Merritt, I remember I actually went, uh, you know, I'd love to have played, but unfortunately I only played Sunday football. I don't think I was good enough for Saturdays, but, uh, or too lazy rather. Oh, um, yeah, I remember we went to, um, when they were first twinning with uh, Borken, a football club did a trip over there, I think I was 17 or 18, you know, we knew the chair, the at the time was Dickie Bird, knew him really well, and he, he twisted our arms to go, I had a great time over there, uh, Pete Merritt turned around to me when they was going out onto the pitch, he's going, why didn't you bring the boots, I'd have given you a game, wow. I was gutted, oh. I was gutted, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a, would have been a joy for me, it would have been um, fun. Well, you just mentioned yeah. You just mentioned two names then that are people I knew well, but uh, I never saw Peter. Maybe just the odd time I came down well that he was manager, but I knew Peter when he stopped management because he was always coming down the club. And Dickie yeah, Bird, yeah. I knew, I knew quite well as well. And and characters from the long distance past now, so it seems. But they had a yeah. big influence in Whistle, didn't they? Oh, definitely. And I think if memory serves, I mean Dickie Bird was uh, instrumental in in saving the club in some respects or securing its future. I think when he took over, I think there was a lot of issues around the club, uh, not least of which was, I think, the, um, the lease, I think, which we had to renegotiate with the council. It was around the time when they were talking about moving the cricket club and the football club out to Swalcliffe. Yes. Um, they had a local plan, which, like most local plans, never went anywhere, fortunately. No, that was just good news, um, yeah. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, I think, Neither the cricket club nor us were <laughs> had any intention of moving. I, um, I think that one just fell dead. Yes, it did. Um, and it's weird that um, there's been a few players over the years that have played both the white game and the you know the football as well. It's uh, you know, obviously the one that springs to mind are the Denley boys, but there's been others as well, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because around that time when I was going, you know, to a lot of games, Nick Denley, yeah, he played. He was playing um, for Whitstable, but um, yeah, there's some. Um, it sort of suits, doesn't it? A bit of cricket in the summer, football in the winter. Yeah. And if you're naturally sporty, you tend to be able to turn the good, good uh, hand-eye coordination. You'd be able to turn yourself to most sports, can't you? Absolutely, yeah. And I don't know if you're aware, but Sam's uh, going to be captain there this this coming season. Oh, right, with football. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 oh, right. he's severed his connections with football for the moment. He wants, a, he wants a season of cricket behind him, so he's gone back as captain. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good point, good point. <laughs> it's really strange, though. I mean, um, obviously, there's local rivalry, you know, that just goes without saying. But uh, I've had this conversation with a few people before, not only when I've been chatting, but also down at the football club, that when somebody joins the club, it's, it's not like a marriage. You know, they're only with you for a short period of time. And as much as a lot of them, you know, kiss the badge and all the rest of it, you think... Please don't do that because you're not going to be here forever. I've got to admit, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'd rather they not do that because yeah. you know they're only there for a couple of seasons. Yeah, but having said that, you know, you, you do get the ones that really stick around. 
um, you know, it's lovely that Dan uh, Dan's been with us five years now. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's excellent to have players like that, and and I think the the players that you tend to have most affection for are the ones that, that do stick around for a longer time. Yeah, um, too true. And, and of course, you know, I mean, you know, Scott Hurd, God bless him, he um, he um, put in a decent number of appearances for ourselves before he um, moved on up. He certainly did. Yeah, and I, you know, and it, and the type of player he was as well, all in all in industrial player, he's all over the pitch. Yeah. You know, the sort of thing that fans really, uh, really like. And I'm, I know that I'm amongst many in the hope that at some point he might make a return. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I would. Oh, nice. It would be lovely. Yeah, I, I will remember one game where one minute he was uh, down by the um, down by the gasworks end in the right hand corner, fighting to try and get the ball to to win a corner, and then two minutes later he was down the dyke end on the left wing, right over at left back, and I'm thinking, Scott, Scott, keep your position. But yeah. he, he he just followed the ball, didn't he? It's, it's usually happened for the game, isn't it? It's, oh. um, a nightmare for the manager. But, yeah, <laughs> but as a fan, you love to see it. Oh, special man, special man. Yeah, right, let's yeah, uh, let's talk about your other affinities as far as football's concerned. Because I know you've got. Uh, I'm not going to use the word strange because that would be a bit unfair. But everybody seems to have one or two clubs. But it would look to me as if you've probably got three. So if Whitstable's one, who are the other two? Uh, so Southampton. Yeah. As, um, what would have been my main club um, in younger days when I thought that top flight football was the thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Clyde up in Scotland. Wow. Bully wee. Bully, bully wee. Bully wee. Right, let's start with Southampton. Um, I know that we've had a private little chat and we've discussed how well they're doing now in the lockdown. Um, mm. But prior to the lockdown, you must have really feared for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably uh, October and a certain 9-0. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Was the, the writing would appear to be on the ball. Unusual for this day and age is that they stuck with the manager because we lost the next couple of games after that as well. Yes, that's true. And so it's been a, a, an easy route to take to give him the chop. He's got an enthusiasm about him, uh, listen, Hartle. So um, it would have been the wrong move, and he proved that. So um, he gets a team playing um, as a team. It's not about individuals. No, he certainly does. But he did. He did need his striker back, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. That helped. Yeah. So, um, being it, you know, Ings is, uh, yeah, you know, I don't think anyone's doubted that he's a good striker. It's just staying injury free. Yeah. Um, which is uh, easier said than done sometimes. I think he's had two, uh, two cruise ships go. Yeah. Um, uh, one when he was at Liverpool. I think he had a problem with us when he first came to us, but this is certainly his first full season. And he's shown, uh, yeah, shown that he's quality, really, isn't he? Some of his finishing. Well, I think I heard yesterday that he's uh, second or third in the in the list at the moment, with Vardy in front and someone else in front of him. And then, is that about right? Has Vardy got twenty three yeah. and um, Inns has got twenty? I don't know who else is in between, but he's yeah, he's up there with right. him. No, I think uh, yeah, I know that he was up there knocking on the door to uh, to get the golden boot for this season. Um, but I mean, the, the fear, as always, for supporting a team like Southampton is uh, that somebody wants to come along and offer him some big money, but. I mean, hopefully, he's tried that with Liverpool. You know, I'd, I'd hope that it's the, um, you know, stay at a club that you loved. Yes. Take a leaf out of Matt Letitia's book. Don't move. Don't move, yeah, <laughs> don't move. Right, and then uh, then the other club is Clyde. Now, you're a lad from Whitstable, Whitstable born and bred. How how come Clyde? What's the connection? Yeah, it's a, a good friend of mine that I played with 
play five-a-side football with. I play, I play, you know, I played 11 side on a on a Sunday morning. Our team got as high as the first division um, for a couple of seasons, but um, I've always played five-a-side since I was about 12, and pretty much with uh, the same group of people. Although over the years it changes slightly. Um, there's probably only three of us left that would have been playing when I was still at school, um, and we're now what, in our 50s. And uh, a guy that lives in Canterbury who um, was um, born and brought up in Glasgow, Clyde supported through and through, and he actually he supports them in as much financially. So uh, he puts a few, few things in. So, and, I, and I love a bit of uh, underdog, and Clyde over the last few years was definitely an underdog. Um, <laughs> that definitely had some struggles. And, so, and I like talking about that. And uh, so we sort of uh, used to get talking and... He started bringing me back the odd, uh, the odd shirt. I think I've now got about 30 Clyde shirts. My goodness drawer. me. <laughs> Very in different colours. And, and um, yeah, I've been up there been up there a couple of times. He's got a place up there now. Uh, he didn't have a first. He stayed at the Stone Hotel. But um, fun enough, I was due to go up at the end of this season. Because um, I've not been up for a few years now. We'd sort of earmarked a game towards the end of the season. And of course, all this kicked off. And uh, couldn't go up there. And I do, and it's, uh, it's, it's nice. So going up there, um, a night out in Glasgow is, is a good night out. There's lots of variety. So, um, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I agree with you. I've uh, I've been lucky enough to go to Glasgow as well, and I I, I make that uh, one of my favourite cities. It's uh, so it's it doesn't where this reputation comes from that sours everything to do with Glasgow. I just don't get. I mean, yeah, it's got beautiful beautiful architecture. Diverse culture. Oh, it's just it's it's a great place to go. So yeah, I, yeah, I find I mean, it weird. It's quite, um, you know, the, the the vibe on a night out on a Friday and Saturday is, uh, you know, because there's quite a few younger people. Uh, I think there's a university, isn't there? Um, so it's and there's a, so much variety between different bars. And by joke, we did visit a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. but actually, the last time um, last time I went up was when Barry Ferguson was manager. All oh, right. Yes. And of course, um, uh, my mate, because he puts a bit of money in, he knows them all really well. And we got invited out for the uh, after match. They did they meet up with a you know, couple of the directors. Oh, nice. And we went out and had a meal with them. And uh, the, my favourite moment of the, the whole thing was, it's, it's a bit of a joke really, of seeing uh, a manager organise the condiments for his back four. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was doing that. He had the old salt and pepper out. And, oh, lovely! Saying um, you know, who was going wrong, and you know, the pepper pot was in the wrong place when the ball came over because they had <laughs> lost that day. <laughs> oh, what oh, that, uh, that made me chuckle! What a memory! That is yeah. quality. That is quality. That is really, <laughs> really, really good. I love that. Let's go back to Whitstable. That's some lovely stories about Clyde. I'm really pleased that you uh, you mentioned that. Let's go back to Whitstable. Um, Favourite player of all time at Whitstable? I know it's going to be a hard one for you because you've been there over the years. I'd say, it's, yeah, it's difficult. There's a, there's a couple a couple that spring immediately to mind. Um, Andy Leach. I don't know if you remember Andy Leach. Mm. Um, was um, left back, I think. Left back or right back. He played over, I mean, he must have played over 200, 250 games. I, I think, yeah. Early 80s, probably all through the 80s. And he was just a wholehearted, a really good player, but, you know, he never left anything out of any tackle. 
And um, it probably, when we were, uh, I'd say when we was about 15, 16, going along and watching, um, before we started going to away games, it got sent off in away game. And I remember turning around to, uh, I can't remember who it was now, um, speaking to someone within the uh, team, it might have even been Bruce Smith, um, and just saying, oh, you know, don't, you don't mind me asking, but why is, why is Andy not playing? Why is Andy Leakes not playing? Ah, uh, because he got sent off. Oh, what did he get sent off for? Oh, it's um, uh, descent. Oh, what did he do? Oh, he, he called the linesman a ladies thing. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that was what went on the, um, on the ticket that come through. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, and that's how uh, he's immediately a cult hero, right? Yeah, a cult <laughs> but, hero. Um, Yes. Um, and um, yeah, I remember me and my mate Steve, when we used to go, we, we, we were writing the report for a couple of years for the Whitstall Times. We used to submit that. All right. Uh, nice one. For the Whitstall Times. And we used to describe him as the Enigma. He <laughs> 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 was, was so good. But as a, he played out on the wing when, when he was that age, and as wingers tend to be, they look really good. And then suddenly they do something that you just can't work out, can't fathom. <laughs> Why they did something so silly? How they could lose the ball so easily? Yeah. So, um, but he was a, he was he was top quality talented. Certainly was. And, uh, and also, I can't yeah, and I couldn't no, I couldn't go along with top players without mentioning Jerry Allen. No, too right. Local hero. Yes. Although although he, he, he scored for the Bay, um, knocking us out of the FA Cup at one one season. Yeah, you know, they're, they're you know lots of these boys they've played for both clubs, and you know as I said That's to you earlier on, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, and probably more. So yes. Playing Wixtel and Urban Bay, it, you know, they're both local. You didn't really, you know, you wouldn't have players coming down from London very often to play. No. It was mainly people that, uh, that had a, a local connection. Yes. And all the better for it, in a way. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I know that as a supporter, you want the best players on the pitch. But if they've got some sort of local involvement, and there's more of an affinity, isn't there? There's more of a sort of connection. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, you know, they tend to they tend to stay around longer. Um, but but that it goes, you know, it was a different era, wasn't it? You know, it's a totally different game in those days, even at non league level. Yes. Um, really. You know, when I think of you know, going along to a game uh, in those days, it's you know, it's, it's so much more behind it now. It's um even at Whitsworth level, it's a bigger thing now. It certainly is. Yeah. It certainly is. In fact, you know, you, you know, the work that uh, the guys do now, um, you know, uh, Steve, the chairman, and, and everyone. I think it's far more than you used to have to do back in the day. Yeah, you're dead right. How how do you feel about the involvement with all the uh, the, the youth that they've come along and now, now they're part of the main club? Well, they are the main club now. It was a bit of a strange one. It's almost like someone knocked on the door and walked in and everyone turned around and went, who are this lot? Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. But if you listen to Steve's uh, podcasts that I did, when he first got talking to uh, Joe... He never had any intentions at all of being chairman. None. No. No, it's uh, interesting that, but, I, you know, I think it's been brilliant for the club and um, has made the club a stronger, uh, a stronger entity, hasn't it? Yes. Um, you know, going, going forward, it, it needs, you need that now. It's, to stand alone as, a, as a, a, a senior, just a senior side with nothing below it, 
you just you, you need to be a money bags team for that. Yes. Um, and if you want, yeah, you, know, you need to. Uh, you need it needs to be, and also just a community thing. That I think that's over this lockdown period has has shown that it's it's not just words anymore. That there is a a connection now that maybe Whitpool has struggled to uh, to achieve in the past. Yes, you're right. You're right. And this thing about unity as well, you know, you you, you know, local, local, local's got to come back because local you feel safe, local you know everybody. Um, so I think you're right. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, definitely. And uh, you mentioned uh, Lloyd; he's a bit of a lad, isn't he? Nice. Uh, I like Lloyd. He's, um, I like him as a player. Um, you know, as a, I remember when he played for us. For, yeah, he didn't play for long for us. No, he didn't. Um, uh, but um, few people didn't didn't warm to his. Uh, I don't know how could put it politely. His aggression on the pitch. Yes, his will to win. His will to win. Yeah, he used to give the uh, the ref what for. Um, he did. And I think because um, I, I don't think people perhaps realised at the time. I think he was struggling a bit, wasn't he? Really, he was. Right? Yeah, he was um, definitely with his with his hip. Um, so you know, there's that. You know, playing at any level. You know, play, even playing five a side or Sunday football, when you when you can't perform to how good you think you are because of an injury, it's that's a frustration, isn't it? So you might let that out a bit. But I um I used to say he's got the makings of a cult hero because I just love that attitude. <laughs> because I didn't think he was particularly unfair on the three, although he'd give them what for. I don't think he was particularly out of order in the way that he did it. No, it was just um it was just passion for the game. Absolutely. And there's a clip on um, YouTube that I took many, many years ago, well, when he was with us, a few years ago now. And it was, uh, I can't think of the ground at the moment, but he um, he had a penalty denied, which was an obvious penalty. It's there on video. He got completely chopped down, and he's really, really voraciously complaining that it wasn't a penalty. Ten minutes later, he actually gets a penalty, takes it, scores it. He nearly put the ball through the back of the net. And he charges into the net to get the ball off the keeper, and the keeper makes a half-hearted effort. And you think to yourself, "You're not getting anywhere near it, mate." <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but uh, you've got to have that about you if you're going to get um, if you're going to get sent off when you're on crutches as well, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one. That was that was a good one. Well, you won't believe it, Steve, but we've been talking for nearly half an hour, mate. Oh crikey! Oh crikey! Yes, and this yeah. is this is the guy who said, "No, this is the guy who said he said I haven't got anything to say." I said, "You, you wait and see." Well, uh, I guess I could talk about Wilfrid for quite a long time. I think you could, and also Southampton, and also Clyde. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also the town itself. But I tell you what, it's been great today. I really enjoyed it. No, um, no comment at all. I've, um, yeah, surprisingly enjoyed it myself. Good. Okay, what are you up to this afternoon now? Then, when you finished. I shall shortly be going to meet um, uh, Mr. Richard Tennant, All right. um, Wally and Spud, who uh, I normally go to the games with. We should be sitting in Richard's garden having a couple of beers. Good. And um, I shall, uh, I'll give him what for for setting me up <laughs> being on it. <laughs> well, give all the boys my regards and I hope to see them down the Belmont very soon because... Uh, no, it should be, uh, no, it should be good. Yeah, I think because they've announced today, haven't they, the return of football. Oh, um, really? But if you missed it. Um, I did. Uh, just... Just after lunchtime, um, friendlies can start in August and the leagues and cups can start in September. Oh, brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. The only well, at the moment is they haven't agreed for fans. 
It does really, yeah, especially at our I level. understand that that's sort of in the in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, so the same at the moment, I think any friendlies are organised. They don't want friendlies to start until the 1st of August. That's and at the moment, they'll have to be behind closed doors until they get confirmation of, of the rules for spectators. Because at the moment, there's a limit of 30 people, I think. All right, OK. Um, All right, well... Steve, I'm afraid we're going to have to wrap it up there, mate. Um, but I've really enjoyed talking to you. So, um, on behalf of I'm myself, yeah, and you, Steve. On behalf of myself and Steve, it's uh, it's been fun having him here on Belmont Banter. And uh, don't forget to listen out every week, every Monday. There'll be a, a new edition going up, and uh, we'll get as many and varied people as we can. Uh, Steve's obviously a supporter, but I forgot to mention Steve, your involvement with. Um, with the club as far as Twitter is concerned. You run the Twitter account, don't you? Uh, I, do, I do an independent, um, the gas works end uh, on Twitter. So, yeah, give it a follow. Good for it's you. not that exciting, but, you know, I, I tweet out now and again. That's brilliant. Well done, Steve. That's Steve Gowns uh, here at Belmont Banter. And uh, for me, ladies and gents, thanks very much for listening again, but uh, come and visit us again soon. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter.